and you're listening to the 123 show with me Noreen Mir on this Monday afternoon let's turn to the final part of today's program and that is trash talk now this afternoon scuba diver Harry Chan also known as the ghost net hunter is on trash talk to tell us more about his polystyrene marine pollution as well as his work in retrieving discarded fish nets Good afternoon, Trash Talk listeners. Did you know that in 2019, Hong Kong sent 89 tons of expanded polystyrene foam, or EPS, to landfills every day? That's a really big number because, as you know, polystyrene foam is really light and bulky. But worse, some of this EPS is also not getting to the landfills and instead going into our waters. Here to talk to us today about polystyrene foam marine pollution is a man better known for pulling fishing gear off the ocean floor around Hong Kong. Welcome to the show, Harry Chan. It's great to have you finally on Trash Talk. It's been a long <laughs> thank time. Thank you, Mercy, for inviting me here. And thank you very much for all your work My in pleasure. scuba My... diving dangerously around Hong Kong and pulling up all this yes. fishing gear. Um, we're going to talk today, though, about polystyrene foam uh uh, pollution. And not many people know that it's really commonly used by fishermen for a lot of different things, right? So was that the next logical step? Now that you're going to clean the ocean floor of fishing gear, now next we go with polystyrene uh, foam as well. <laughs> actually, polystyrene is not just used by the fishermen. It's also by other agriculture, such as uh, farmers. Yeah, uh, You can see if you go to the market, the vegetables, Okay, fruit market and also a lot of packaging. I think it's widely used by everybody. Yeah. We can see it basically every day when you buy some uh, any electrical equipment. You can see the packages of polystyrene. Okay, but is the marine pollution you think coming more from the maybe the fishing side of it? Uh, it's part of it. I think. Yeah. Part of it. Yeah, part of it. So how is polystyrene foam, or EPS, used by fishermen? Okay. Uh, they, they, they use it for transport, and they're light water resistance, and then uh, it can keep uh, temperature low. It's cheap, too. Yeah. It's really cheap, right? It's cheap, yeah, compared to other material. And I, I think I've seen maybe as well they use it as buoys yeah. uh, as well, these big, huge buoys. Yeah, yeah um, they do, yeah. Right. And then if it's not protected, then it just kind of breaks up and leaks into the ocean. Yeah. Uh, actually, well, when I'm doing a lot of shoreline cleanup, not in deep water, okay, I'm talking about shoreline along a lot of places in Hong Kong, like Changzhou, Lama Island, uh, mostly in, in the southern district. Uh, when I go down like a meter or two, I can see a lot of discarded, disintegrated, small, tiny pieces of polystyrene. And then I was surprised that some fish just eat them. Mm. Yeah. And however, when the fish eat them, they end up in a plate, on a plate, right? And then and also, uh, I noticed because uh, every time when, when we get vegetables, when I wash it, I see a lot of them. I'm sure a lot of people will... In will, your will, vegetables. Yeah. And then... Uh, those, where you put in the water, where they float on top of the water, that's not the problem because I can see them. But the tiny little one, they stick into the vegetables. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. You, know? mm -hmm. you cannot wash them unless you spend a lot of time washing it, which I do. That's why I don't <laughs> let my wife wash it. I wash it all the vegetables. <laughs> and then I, 
I'm, I'm, I think I should say that、uh, most of the restaurant, even though I don't have any、uh, evidence that they do not really clean the vegetable when they collect them, because it wastes a lot of time and then、uh, to keep the water bill down. Yeah, that's why sometimes I, when I go out to restaurant, I hardly order any vegetables because of polystyrene and all the toxic chemical on it. Yeah. Well, this is really interesting to talk to you because you and your large group of divers are actually, you know, out there almost every weekend,、yes. uh, seeing what's down there. So, what what are you finding lately in the last year, and has it changed with COVID? Uh, actually, uh, as a diver, I go down a part retrieving ghost net. But I just don't go. I just don't go down to retrieve ghost net. What I do is doing a survey. I will ask myself, how come this net is end up here? How come I see ghost net,、uh, what I call spiritual ghost net, which is affecting a lot of marine life? As you can see, they tangle a lot of、uh, marine life, such as sea turtles, whales, or all kind of fish,、uh, and also that the, they entangle divers, spot divers, spot fans. I see people, even myself, entangle by net.、Uh, in few occasions, I almost got killed by it because while doing it. But fortunately, I, my buddy freed me. They released me from the, the net. And also,、uh, I've been told by people doing water skiing, they got tangled by net too. Luckily, it was when、well, they were slowing down. And then、uh, the net is also a big、uh, cause of、uh, economic. Lost because you know it's shipping、They're、navigation. You know, if、yeah. you ask people, even the, the boat, fishing boat or any boat freighter, they get tangled you know, with、mm. the propeller. It, it causes a lot of damages to them. You know. But it sounds like recently you've also been seeing also more polystyrene foam or other types、yeah. of pollution. That's why、uh, well, most of the time it's good that we're figures. But personally, this is my personal opinion. I do not. Really rely on figures because figures are provided by people, maybe from newspaper or from other sources. I actually, I think we have more polystyrene all over the places. If you, it's like somebody will volunteer to come along with me to do the coastline cleanup. What we do is sometimes we go to the coastline, we see a lot of huge blocks of polystyrene. Like the other day, I was with my friend.、Um, uh, she has she was in a company called WIT. They do recycling sports tires. She was shocked because we landed on the beach, on the beach, one of the beach in Saigon, and then the beach was not that dirty. But I told her, wait, we go inside a little bit, and then we find blocks and blocks and styrofoam with cement coating on top of it. Those are from construction industries. Okay. They can be the size of a fridge,、mm. and they are not counting to it. And the next time, I mean, if anyone travel to any of the islands and then pay pay attention to the coastline, you, if you see some white stuff, they are those big block of styrofoam. Okay, one of the reason why I would like to talk about polystyrene is a lot of people, in, especially in the southern district, when they're doing either kayaking, sailing, or surf, surfing. So most of the time, they see a lot of styrofoam floating on the ocean. You know, yeah, yeah. And so there are ways, I think, and I think there's a company WIT that、yep. here in Hong Kong that is 
it seems like it has a mobile truck that goes around yeah. and it compacts the polystyrene yes. and, then, and maybe recycles and it. One thing good about it, uh, they have a t- technology, this patent one, and then they can clean, recycle the polystyrene without pre-cleaning it. I and see. then we took some samples back from our last work and then uh, it took them a week. They had a good test, okay, and it came out good. So they can just recycle it. And it would be good if you can um, do an interview and find out more from them. Yeah, it would be <laughs> right. wonderful. I think uh, okay. people would be uh, – it was a big support to a lot of volunteers because a lot of uh, NGO volunteer schools, they told me that why why don't we do something about the poorest hiring? Yeah, they know more about it than yeah. GhostNet. Yeah. So I thought it's time that we should really go into it. To go yeah. into that subject. Do you th- are you a little wor- – I mean, Typhoon Manga – you know, washed up a lot of polystyrene. And are you worried that more severe weather events are just going to uh, churn this issue further? I should say I worry because uh, on the other hand, I think it's a good sign because uh, it's just a warning to us. Okay, even uh, people say, Harry, are you worried about the coronavirus? I'm not because it's just another warning for Mother Nature. We human beings are so smart. But we have done so much bad thing in the ocean and the planet. So somehow Mother Nature will come in and give us a lesson and warm up. Okay, so to tell you the truth, what, what I've been doing for the last eight nine years, what I've seen in the ocean, I don't think many people see it. I can say I'm a very few of them who really go to the worst and dirtiest place. I love to do that because I love challenging, okay? And then we are all, including myself, are building a time bombs in the ocean. And one day when it explodes, there's no way you can stop it. Again, I would say that if that happens, again, Mother Nature is trying to balance off the planet, what human beings have done to it. So please, uh, we should take care of our ocean. We should take care of our environment before Mother Nature is going to think another big, big lesson. I think so. Well, Harry, you have a, a group of volunteer divers that go out with you, right, occasionally. Or uh, how, how would someone, any of our listeners, I actually, uh, want to I, I do not, I do not have a particular team because I keep inspiring, and then uh, any divers or non-divers, even the swimmer, they can either join me or any any NGO like John Gary Stroke, my good friend, and other NGO or good to do the cleanup. However, apart from the cleanup, please study a little bit. What was the reason? Why? And what can we do? And then share on any internet to waste awareness. Because a lot of people call me up or write to me and say, Hey, Harry, I don't swim. Okay, I hate the sun. Okay, especially some girl, including my wife. I say, don't worry about it. Just share anyone's work. Okay, to waste awareness. It helps. Okay, it also a message to the government too, because the government is trying to do what they can do, but they need to know more information, like what I just mentioned, Gary Stroke just did. He's doing a wonderful job. And personally, I appreciate, I learned a lot from him too. We went diving together, we went to receiving ghost net, things like that. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, then if, if there is something that we could communicate to the government, what, what, how could we, what could we say? Actually, I'm indirectly I'm doing something with the government, like uh, what I've been doing for the last eight years about GhostNet, and they know 
the issue about it. But I think the government should need to do more. However, in order for the government to do more and get more information, because I mean, every know the government who works in the government, they 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 might not be a diver. They they never join any uh, clean up. Okay, so we have to help them out too to give them uh, uh, all the information with photos and any any information. So from mm-hmm. there, maybe the government can do something too. Yeah. That's great. And, and I'm trying to do, uh, luckily with the help from WIT company, and then uh, we're trying to work something with the government, and hopefully we can reduce the problem. We will never be able to stop it. And personally, I don't think at this stage we should ban polystyrene because uh, economically uh, we shouldn't do that unless we find some solution that we're going to work hard on it. It might take time, but we still do it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a losing war that we are fighting, but we have to keep <laughs> fighting on it. Well, we have to find something that certainly is cheap and effective, right? It's yes. not fair to the fishermen yeah. to just take it away without uh, an option. That's another thing. Uh, I find out that uh, a lot of big uh, finance companies, like the big five, even others, even the bank, are going into a so-called environmental sustainability-related investment. Okay, uh, I'm sure they, they need to take time to, to really go into some company who are really doing it and they're willing to put invest money into it, okay, which is one thing. And then also, apart from the government policy, we really need to work with big corporations like uh, a lot of big, big retail stores. If I can name a few, if you don't mind, like in uh, – Walmart, Target store, or any big, I don't know what, some here. Because since they have such a big purchasing powers, okay, they can go to their supplier, manufacturing, okay, to tell them, please, we give you time, maybe six months to a year, uh, so you can replace your packaging material, use less plastic or styrofoam. That will help a lot. I think we have to look into this issue. Corporate social responsibility is very important, like investments. Okay, totally agree. Yeah, yeah. otherwise, I don't think I don't think we can do anything much. <laughs> Honestly, Harry, thank you so much for all your contributions and for coming into the show to talk to us today about polystyrene foam marine pollution. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you for giving me the opportunity to share my work, and hopefully, I can help to raise some awareness. Okay. You can find all the Trash Talk episodes on iTunes and the RTHK On The Go app. Thanks to our partners, Plastic Free Seas. If you like what you hear, I also host the Sustainable Asia podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube for a more in-depth look at sustainability issues here in Asia. Many thanks once again to Marcy Trent Long for this week's Trash Talk, and she was speaking with scuba diver Harry Chan, also known as the Ghost Net Hunter, and he goes around uh, to the Hong Kong shores with his team to pick up and retrieve discarded fishing nets. Thank you very much uh, for that wonderful interview, Marcy and Harry.